0: Yes, I am, because it's Hello, I'm Listening.
1: That could be the question every time. Yeah, that's why I said it. (laughs) Which would be very annoying.
0: Yep. Hello, are you listening? Is there anybody out there? Or is it in there?
1: Hello, are you listening, (laughs) governor?
0: So hello, everybody. And welcome to the first episode of Hello, I'm Listening.
1: Hello, I'm listening. And if you're not listening, stop what you're doing and listen. <laughs> if, they're listen.
0: Not li- if they're not listening, they wouldn't hear you say any of
1: that. That's true. That's true.
0: This is the new podcast, although previously known as Translating Love.
1: It's not new. It's, it's the same. It's not really the same. We explained in the last episode. <laughs> I mean, it's basically the same. Love.
0: It's just more broad. <laughs> same old shenanigans <laughs> that you all have come to know and love.
1: <laughs> so
0: funny. What if people were like, I'm really glad that they're changing the changing up the podcast because it's they were shit. sick of the shenanigans yeah. and they didn't want all of our nonsense. Like, I, they're like, I'm oh, finally, that, it's going to be right. more
1: like. I'm glad they're changing the whole thing, but <laughs> then it's the same shit.
0: And we started out with you like, hello. Hello,
1: governor. <laughs> What you doing? I reckon you're a tea. Watching Harry Potter on your telly. Me mum, me mum always watched Harry Potter on the Sunday on our telly. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough now. <laughs> okay. So we're. What are we talking to? Uh, What are you doing to your cheeks? Massaging them.
0: (laughs) It looks super weird, like when you smile and you squish your cheeks like that. I wish you guys could see.
1: I'm massaging. You look
0: like the Grinch from the Jim Carrey version of
1: the Grinch. I've been told that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what are we talking about? We
0: I, are talking about veganism.
1: That's not on my cheat sheet. It says, on my cheat sheet it says. You're looking at your hand. Yeah, I've written something on my hand. It says, today's topic is why Danielle is always Is awesome. so annoying.
0: When I said it first, it's awesome. It's Let's dive in. Why is Danielle so awesome?
1: She's not topic done. Okay. So nice. No. No, but seriously. No, but we're seriously,
0: seriously, seriously, seriously.
1: We're talking about veganism. So if you are not a vegan,
0: be a vegan. <laughs> topic over. <laughs>
1: no, we're not. We're not trying to be preachy vegan. It's no. It's not. Not at all. It's not because, our style. And also, we're not trying to be toxic vegans or like what no. are the militant vegans. That's the word. No. But. Rather or we your friendly just, neighborhood
0: neighborhood. We just
1: vegans. talk about why we're <laughs> vegan. Yeah, and and maybe
0: we, just throw out some facts your way that yeah. maybe you didn't know about, just to give Indeed. you something to think about. So,
1: how long are we? Almost vegan?
0: four years, in really?
1: May. Oh yeah. Yes, I remember the last time I ate. Uh, Me too. Meat. And it was. It we was, both ate the same thing. Yeah. It was gross. It was kind of gross.
0: It was not a satisfying last meat meal.
1: No. But why did we decide to go vegan?
0: I think that I had thought about it for a long time. But I was, like many people, I often would say I could never be vegan. Yeah. Often. Same. Same. Every time I would think about it, I would love the idea of going vegan, but then I instantly had the thought I could never do it. And I think the main push was, it ended up being your yeah. uh, IBS stuff. Yeah. Um, but that was a good push to like get me to decide to finally do it because it's easier as a couple if you are doing it together.
1: Yeah, IBS is short for, Internal brain surgery. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's for irritable bowel syndrome. And almost everybody has it or has experienced form of
0: it or symptoms of it.
1: Or symptoms of it, especially in stressful situation where you, for example, a lot of people have to poop <laughs> when they are like right before at a stressful meeting yeah. or interview or test exam or something like that mm-hmm. yeah
0: or when going into a bookstore that has nothing to do with ibs but look it up a lot of people by the smell of a bookstore have to poop and i'm one of those people really yeah i looked it up because i was interested i'm like why do i have to poop every so time disgusting. i go into barnes and noble so you
1: shit your pants when you're no
0: but i had bookstore. to i always had to like stop browsing so I can go to the bathroom.
1: Oh, that's interesting. It's but really didn't weird. Go, the last time we were at the bookstore was in Milwaukee and you didn't go to the book's uh, toilet?
0: Because it had a different smell. <laughs>
1: <That's>, <laughs> it's so stupid. But it's a real thing. Okay, okay. It's a real thing. Psht, psht. Back to the
0: topic. So. It's called irritable bowel. bookstore bowel syndrome. <laughs> <laughs>
1: bowel shit or
0: BBS bookstore bowel syndrome
1: okay um, yeah so <laughs> I had a lot of stress and other shit going on and literally I <laughs> literally I needed to change my diet in a drastic way to address that and we basically were vegetarian or half vegetarian at that point
0: I was yeah I was vegetarian for about 10 years
1: nobody cares and Danielle. then we're not talking about that
0: <laughs> I was vegetarian for about 10 years after I went to China and was disgusted by everything I saw in the meat markets there. Um, and then I went to culinary school for a year and had to kind of wean myself back onto meat just so I could try the things that I was cooking. And then I ended up just eating meat.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we stopped, I stopped meat. And dairy and all the other stuff, basically, 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 cold turkey. Yeah. From one day to the other. Which I, I would not with, advise?
0: You know, it depends on how much willpower you have and how much meat you eat because yeah. we were yeah. eating meat, but not, not every, every day. Yeah. So yeah. for me, the hardest thing was cheese and I had to wean myself off of cheese. Everything else I was able to cut out cold turkey. But, from may until about august i was slowly
1: reducing my cheese cravings you didn't eat that much cheese
0: i didn't eat that much cheese
1: but yeah and then we it's funny because once you go vegan you your body takes like they say six to twelve months to adopt the 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 lifestyle Mm -hmm. or the the diet
0: well and to adjust to like the bodily
1: changes yeah yeah that's what i mean so basically the whole like the bacteria that is trained to 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 uh what is it called digest meat Mm -hmm. take it apart Mm -hmm. um basically doesn't get any meat anymore so it's not functioning and so it takes a while to get rid of that bacteria. Also what's disgusting, I don't know what the uh facts are on that, but if you eat meat, it stays in your body for a long time.
0: Years I think. I'm looking it up. Keep talking. Yeah.
1: But um so there are a lot of things that you have to adjust and also of course if you change a diet, um your body feels like it needs certain things. Like cheese for example can be addictive. And then you are feel sluggish, tired, etc. cetera. But I think with all of that, um, you start to feel pretty good pretty fast. Mm-hmm. Like you don't feel tired after eating or you, you don't feel sluggish ever in terms of like when you eat a lot of food, you don't feel super tired or feel like you have to take a nap.
0: Mm-hmm. And that feeling of like being overly full. Yeah. also doesn't happen and it's fantastic
1: yeah and the fun thing is nowadays you basically can't get anything vegan well or make anything vegan
0: that's actually an interesting topic because i often get the question or not necessarily the question but if people here find out for the first time that i'm vegan they often will say things like oh yeah it's it's getting much better for vegans to have more th- like there's more vegan mm-hmm. options in yep. grocery stores. I'm like, but technically, <laughs> yes, there's more vegan meat substitutes, but vegan options
1: were always there.
0: We're always there. Yep. And yep. in more than enough quantities of vegan options. Yep. I think there's more natural whole
1: food vegan
0: options than non-vegan (laughs) options sure
1: i mean what are we eating as i mean we eat cow we eat chicken we eat pig that's it
0: some people eat duck yeah yeah that's a
1: small percentage but that's essentially the meats that people eat in a variety obviously in parts of the animal but that's it yeah and then with the meat the potatoes or fries or rice it's usually it. a
0: carb a carb right. with the meats
1: sometimes vegetables but <laughs> sometimes. that's it so while they're they the diet is very uh <laughs> broad bland yeah it's funny because once you go vegan you have to obviously if you want to cook yourself which you should food which you should yeah um you have to look into things, what you can make. And then you see that all many uh, different cultures cook vegan, Mm -hmm. like India and Mexican Mm -hmm. food.
0: I mean, here's something interesting for anyone listening just to quickly think about. If you think, if you're a meat eater or a vegetarian, um, think about your weekly menu. So -hmm. like think about things that you cook at home. Mm -hmm. And I would be willing to bet that in two weeks' time you eat the same meal at least twice. Yeah, I would say two. At least. Yeah. Most people will cook the same four or five meals.
1: I mean, we and do that once too. in a
0: while branch out. Yeah. But when we were first starting and learning about vegan food and how to cook vegan, our variety of food was so expansive. And we ate so many different things. And it was so rare that we would repeat a meal yeah. as often. Yeah. And it was also more interesting. It wasn't just like, here's yeah. your protein. Here's your side dish. Here's your veggie.
1: Yeah, that's true. And you, I mean, if you eat whole food, plant-based um, stuff, then you basically automatically are way more healthy. Mm-hmm. And you get, way more nutrition that you would get out of a normal diet. But you still should look at your levels, obviously, and you should talk to your doctor if you want to try to do it more and substitute things like B12 is a good start. Mm -hmm. Um, Which, funny fact fact that B12 is usually in the the soil, um, but the soil is so... Um, used and was mistreated for so many years that the b12 is basically gone so what farmers do or the meat industry they usually put b12 into the food they actually
0: supplement the animals so we
1: as meat eaters get b12 through the the animal which is kind of stupid and it's the same with the fish like people assume that omega-3 is in the fish because the fish produces it no it's not the case the fish eats uh, the plants algae. like seaweed, algae, and stuff like that. That's where the omega free is. So you can get uh, algae uh, like uh, pills and stuff to to get omega free, but don't have to kill a kish a, a kish a fish for a it. A kish. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Um. Um. Just to go back to the thing I said, I was looking up. Mm-hmm. Um. It is a myth. That, at, from what I've very briefly researched okay. here, okay. that it stays in for your body in years. However, it does stay in your body. Meat we're talking about stays in your body for much longer than most things because yeah. your body cannot digest it properly, and so it can take up to two, two to three full days oh, wow. for your meal to be that's, completely digested, which is also, still a that's lot. A long
1: time. Yeah, and. It's funny. Once you start eating uh, vegan, you have you digest to go so quickly. <laughs> right, you have to go to the toilet a lot more. Sometimes two, three days, but not in a bad way. A no, not a bad way. No, 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 not diarrhea. It's always or really good poop. Yeah, it's funny. Once my body, like back when we started, <laughs> once my body adjusted to the whole thing, I, I had the best poop all of the sudden. And the weird thing is, I assumed when I was like a meat eater. Your poop is not the best, just like everybody has shit poop all the time, or most of the time. I didn't really understand that I had the worst poop most of the time because Mm -hmm. of stress and because of shit eating. Mm -hmm. That's funny. But I don't wanna, I don't wanna like preach that, oh, veganism is so awesome and blah, blah.
0: Oh, I do. I don't wanna preach and like be in your face about like everybody needs to go vegan, but. I let's, do think everybody needs to reduce the amount yeah. of meat that they eat let's talk and about incorporate that. more let's talk about vegan why, into their diet.
1: Why are we, why are we, why are we vegan?
0: Yes. So, I mean, we said that we started it mostly because of your IBS yeah. symptoms, health reasons. Um, and for me, in that moment, it was also just a good opportunity to start something I already wanted to start. Um mm-hmm. And for me, it was always more about the animals.
1: Animal reason and environmental stuff.
0: But that's what that's what I feel like is so interesting is that
1: let's we each started for our
0: own reasons. And the longer we were vegan, the more we learned yeah. about why it was so important for let's us. Let's talk
1: about those three aspects. Let's talk about okay. health first. Like I mean, what We kind I of ha- talked about health a little bit, I mean, but we can go a little yeah, bit deeper. But let's talk about health benefits from a vegan diet. So... For example, here in Austria, you can uh, get your blood uh, work mm-hmm. tested every once year, a year. Once a year, um, and they look at your blood and if everything's I mean, you fine, can do it more.
0: But he means once a year that it's for paid free. for by the insurance yeah. company.
1: And I noticed a significant uh, change in my blood work in terms of um, cholesterol mm-hmm. and blood pressure. Mm-hmm. So I had higher blood pressure before I started being vegan, and cholesterol levels weren't that good. But once we adopted the vegan lifestyle, or I don't know what I want to call it. I want to call it diet, because it's not a diet. I Let's say lifestyle.
0: For some people, it's a diet, but then it's technically plant-based.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, then let's call it plant-based. Once we started a plant-based diet, my numbers were so much better. Same. Same um so that is a massive bump uh in terms of your health. I
0: unfortunately didn't have a comparison when I first yeah. got my blood done here, but because I'd never done a like a blood work yeah. thing before. But I did you do have then a conversation with the doctor once your results are back and they just go over and explain what all of the things mean. And he was also kind of dumbfounded like your blood work looks so good, and he he said to me, "You must have perfect nutrition."
1: <laughs> what a fool! <laughs> um, so yeah, that is a big thing. Um, I think a big thing is also that you recover faster in terms of sports. Mm-hmm. Like I've I noticed, noticed once we went vegan, that I I mean, if I have a muscle cut, what is like sore muscles. Mm-hmm then i recover much faster yeah same in a day half a day Mm -hmm. i recover much faster
0: for me it used to be i would if i did a really good leg day or Mm -hmm. anything if i did something really good i would be sore for three days yeah it's gradually getting less but three days of soreness and now it's like a day
1: um you can lose uh weight like Mm -hmm. if you Already have like a not not like uh in terms of your your um what is it called stoffwechsel
0: um
1: right metabolism metabolism like not if something's wrong or or you have a bad metabolism but mm-hmm. if you have like a, too much weight because you eat unhealthy. but it can also
0: improve your metabolism
1: it does no it does no. I I totally agree but you can actually lose weight because you don't eat as much shit as you would.
0: But that is a disclaimer, obviously, not There's to say vegan that vegans don't gain weight because I they did. can. I did. Um, but also, it can be in a bad way. I think you gained yeah. weight in a good way, Yeah, but I mean, it can also be yeah, in a bad
1: way. Pandemic.
0: Because of... Uh, people feeling like vegan is or plant-based i should say is healthy automatically Mm. healthy and just because oh the label says vegan then (laughs) i can eat this super processed vegan meat substitute or vegan cheese substitute and it's healthy not the case yeah so you still have to be very aware of what you're eating and very conscious of what you're putting in your body like
1: I never really gained weight. Other When I had my accident, I gained a lot of weight because I was just laying around most of the time and I got a lot of shit pumped in my body, but I lost it pretty fast. But then I never gained weight in a healthier way with my diet prior to veganism, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice. Um, so I'm not underweight anymore by mm-hmm. like the, what is the standard?
0: The BMI you mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: yeah. I also, I didn't gain weight, but I didn't lose weight. I I maintained Mm -hmm. without having to try. So I didn't really have to do anything special with Mm -hmm. the plant-based diet to maintain my weight, which is also nice. You're not having to constantly be like, oh, I'm eating too many carbs or I'm eating too many. Mm -hmm. If you're balancing things out really well, Mm -hmm. then it seems to be really good
1: uh one more thing to that is that like the sex drive is better mm-hmm. or can be better and improved and yeah um let's go to the animal stuff mm-hmm. why animal
0: well i said it already i was vegetarian for 10 years um nobody cares but
1: nobody cares <laughs>
0: And for me, that was about the animals. And then I somehow kind of lost sight of that (laughs) at some point. Oh,
1: I'm vegetarian for the animals, Mm, meat.
0: Yeah, Uh, but I started looking more into what actually happens and how things actually happen and how those facilities work in the dairy industry. Because I already understood the meat industry mostly. But the dairy industry, I think a lot of people feel like if they're vegetarian, they're also doing it for the animals. A lot of people say, I'm going vegetarian for the animals. But you're actually not helping the animals. (laughs) No. And I think that's what was the big eye-opener for me. That was like the push to be able to say, okay, I can do this.
1: Yeah. The, The thing is, I don't have anything against like... Farm animals, or people who are treating the animals in a very respectful way, and don't kill them on a mass level. But um, there's
0: still no such thing as a humane slaughter. No, no,
1: no. I'm not. I'm not saying that slaughtering an animal in any way or form can be humane or nice. Um, but I'm talking about the mass level compared to like local farmers who have like ten animals or something mm-hmm. like that. So I understand that. And I understand people who still decide to buy that meat and eat it. But the problem is the mass in- industry, the the milk industry, who produce so much milk, mm-hmm. cheese, meat, mm-hmm. that it's not sustainable in the sense that we as a huma- humanity can, first of all, um, feed everyone with that. And second, use the planet to sustain that. It's not possible.
0: With the amount of, and this fact is by no means recently fact-checked. It's something I read a long time ago. Um, but with with all of the, the grain and the soy that we grow for animals to eat, yep. the yep. animals that will be slaughtered, with all of that, you could end world hunger. They yep. basically say you can feed everybody in the world yep. like three times or something you know where it's like you have enough food for the entire world to end world it's pretty crazy it's pretty crazy it's nuts
1: and most of us at least in the western uh, civilization we don't need meat to survive anymore nope um so it's purely a a nice thing to have for some people because the taste because of the texture whatever even though the meat substitutes are pretty good this this these they are really good these days And I think it's all about how much you consume. I Mm -hmm. mean, I think it's just, you should look at yourself and see, okay, how much meat is uh, on my plate every day or every week, and then reduce it gradually to a number that is sustainable, which- A lot of people say
0: if you eat, if you're a meat eater and you wanna do better for the environment and do better, I mean, for the animals, you're still not (laughs) doing mm -hmm. better, but for the environment, at least, you're doing the environment a massive favor. If you reduce your meat and say you eat three vegan meals a week or something, mm-hmm. and you don't have meat with every single mm-hmm. meal.
1: Yep. So the VHO says... Um, the WHO. Uh, yeah, sorry. WHO says that you should have meat at only three to four times a week. Mm-hmm. And that's the maximum. And meat is also a carcinogenic
0: carcinogenic yeah. yeah
1: so it's cancerous um and that's like i mean, it's basically like cigarettes so too much processed meat which lands on a lot of people's plate every day is cancerous mm-hmm. which is crazy um and then let's quickly talk about the milk industry
0: well before that i just want to talk about chickens since yeah. we're on the topic of meat but There are, first of all, I recommend, we'll link it in the bio. There's a really fabulous book called Eating Animals by Jonathan Safran Foer. Mm -hmm. And Jonathan Safran Foer is a beautiful writer. He wrote um, Everything is Illuminated. If you've seen that movie, it's fantastic. So the way he talks about going vegan and why he went vegan is not preachy. It's more he's telling a story. And so it's very interesting to read and you learn a lot. But something that stuck with me the most in that book is he was talking about chickens. And he was talking about there's the broiler chickens and the layers. Mm-hmm. And the broilers are the ones that are bred to be eaten. Yeah. And the layers are the ones who are meant to lay eggs yeah. for egg consumption. And for the eggs, The females lay these eggs. They're usually given hormones to be able to produce these eggs at ridiculous amounts that they would never produce in their lifetime. Mm -hmm. And any egg that some of the eggs are hatched. Obviously, some of them are sent off, but some of the eggs are hatched so they can create more eggs. And the males are just killed because they don't need them. I mean,
1: (laughs) we know those videos.
0: We know the videos, but they're they're killed in a very horrible way. They're on uh, a little conveyor belt, and they just into a, get thrown into a shredder, essentially shredder, right? alive. Like these sweet little baby chicks,
1: and those, and that shredded shit, sometimes ends up in like dog or cat yeah. food. And, and it's horrible. with the
0: broiler chickens, they're always male, and they are also given typically some sort of injections, or they're bred in a way that when you see in the store a massive chicken for cooking, like Mm -hmm. a roasting chicken, that's not normal for it to be that big. They're bred to be up to 75% bigger than what they should be.
1: There are pictures of chicken from the 1900s and compared to chickens from now. And it's crazy how much Mm -hmm. we as humans bred and deformed those animals Mm -hmm. to uh, be more consumable. Yeah. And it's the same with the, the milk industry. Mm-hmm. So a, a cow doesn't give milk naturally 365 days a year. So a cow is a mammal, just get, like us. Right. So I get, do
0: not produce breast milk unless right. I am pregnant and have a child. Right. It's the so, same with a cow.
1: <laughs> right. So they get artificially inseminated a couple of uh, uh, times a year multiple times just through their like hands upper vagina and a shit ton of hormones. And that makes them basically lactate the whole year around. Yep. And after around three to four years, they can't produce any anymore because they're just empty. Yeah. They're empty shells. They usually have diseases on their others and they get killed. They get killed. And the life expectancy of a cow is it's in their twenties uh, at least 20 to 30 years. Yeah. And we kill them after three to four years.
0: Because they don't produce anything right. for us And anymore. the
1: milk industry, the male uh, uh, cow, calf, mm-hmm. is worth nothing. So they kill it.
0: And if they don't kill it, if it meets certain requirements, they take it to basically a slaughterhouse where yeah. it grows up there. Yeah. And then it yeah. gets killed and for meat.
1: The calves, like the fe- the female calves, get taken away from the mother because they are not allowed to drink the milk, yeah. obviously. Because that's for us. Yeah. And they get like some substitute and are basically in this. And they're little... kept in these horrible yeah. conditions. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's no such thing as a happy dairy cow. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it doesn't exist.
1: Let's talk about the environmental stuff.
0: Uh, just really quick, I do want to add, just for anybody out there, think for just a second this. If you drink milk, just think about what it means. You know, it's from the teat (laughs) of another living being. You would not drink human breast milk unless you're a fetus or dog milk. Or donkey milk. You know, all of those things are mammals. They all produce milk and you're... Drinking the milk from a mammal that is not of your species. It's not to mention any hormones that they're giving to these cows to produce this milk, you are also drinking because it's in the milk. So you are drinking hormones that are not supposed to be in your body or that are going to make your own hormones in your body spike.
1: Yeah. And I mean, just the fact that we're the only mammals who choose to drink milk (laughs) after we're... Uh, a certain age. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Just that fact. This is pretty crazy. I mean,
0: the fact alone that someone was like, let's drink the breast milk from this the animal. Is, <laughs> I get it.
1: In the 17, 1800s, sure. they needed to. They needed sure. to. And but that's the same in don't. any,
0: there are tons of countries who might still need that and I'm yeah, not, no, I'm we tr- don't have anything totally against totally people who actually need it as a resource to survive. Yeah. But we in the but Western again, civilization don't need that. people
1: have one cow and the milk it once in a while, and then they have the milk. Yeah. Those people don't have a mass industry who sends them the milk.
0: And they're probably also yeah. not inseminating it with probably hormones not. and injecting not. with Maybe, hormones. Probably not, I don't They're all. probably breeding the cows.
1: But let's quickly go into the environmental stuff and then end this yes. thing, because it's going on for, for too long. <laughs> so, I mean, all of that shit, like with the animals, like the mass uh, production of meat. And we already you know, talked
0: about the grain and the soy, and all of that is needed from somewhere. Right. So, the resources alone, the water to alone to grow the plants grow. that feed
1: these animals. And then the water to produce the meat essentially and the food. So, yeah. to feed them and make them grow. It's the, the crazy thing to me is just to, okay, so. I eat meat to get certain like nutritious things, like B twelve, for example, you know, or protein, iron. So wait, uh, what does a cow, for example, eat? Grass? Okay, so and grains, right? So a cow gets the that protein obviously from those cow uh, from those grass uh, sources or grains or whatever, and it's not like a cow produces protein. It, it's not just there. We don't. Produce we also protein. don't produce protein. No. So we basically eat all that stuff through an animal that ate it before. So we why don't go directly to the source? Like with the fish, you don't have to eat fish to get omega free. You can
0: take algae pills, right?
1: Or eat algae. Yeah. There are a lot of algae sources, algae based foods. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy, and slowly but steadily we destroyed our environment by that like the the rainforest mm-hmm. gets deforested because of space for uh growing grains food for the animals and for the animals itself because we need so many
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah and the cows produce a lot of methane which is much worse than the CO2 we pump into the air every day
0: mm-hmm.
1: so all that together are is heating up the planet and we basically kill ourselves by we, eating shit. By
0: by what you choose to eat, you make a massive difference yep. on the environment and climate change. Yep. And you know, one person sure they can uh, we've gotten this before. Oh, but just you two people being vegan can't make a difference. Yeah. Okay, maybe, but we at least make a difference on our own carbon footprint. Yep. And to me that's important that I reduce my own carbon footprint and if more people thought like that then we actually would collectively make a difference. Yeah. And at the rate that we're going this beautiful planet of ours is not going to survive. Yeah. And it's so selfish I think of human beings to complain about climate change but then in return not do anything against it. Yeah. I agree. When it's so easy to do something against it. And again, not saying you have to go fully vegan, but yep. reduce, be a little more aware and reduce the things that you buy. Don't support these mass industries of of meat and dairy. Yeah. Find other solutions and yeah, just learn a little. I think it's important that we expand our knowledge
1: on things like this. I mean, for example, if you don't eat uh, meat or any animal product per day, product, um, you save a lot of water. For example, a vegan uses like around 300 gallons of water a day. A vegetarian is around 2,200 gallons. And a meat eater is at 4,000 gallons a day. So add up that to a year and with water obviously comes land CO2 so all the uh, stuff that goes into producing those animal uh, products and electricity and all of that stuff so yeah it's pretty crazy you save a lot of water resources by simply adapting three or four days the more the merrier of veganism per week Yeah. yeah so it's not about giving up any lifestyle—it's about living a more sustainable and conscious life. Because and
0: all of that goes along with um, not just the plant-based diet, but a vegan lifestyle in yep. general. Obviously. Where you're paying more attention: where are my clothes coming from? Yep. Where you know I'm not going to buy something that's made of leather. Yeah. And you know, trying to buy more secondhand things because yep. of the carbon footprint alone of all of these clothes being mass produced. The thing is,
1: we are not stupid. We all know where most of our things are coming from. And we all know when we pay cheap prices because it's produced in China. We probably know that some kids may have been involved. And with the same thing with meat, we know that those animals were killed. We try to ignore it, which is fine. I don't want to watch animals being killed all the time. And nobody wants that, you know, being told all the time. But by adapting a vegan lifestyle, is you be more aware of things mm-hmm. and you can still enjoy things. And we're not saying don't enjoy things, but just be more conscious about it.
0: Be aware of, I feel like it's we as human beings in the day and age that we're living in are very entitled. Yeah. And not maybe on purpose. I'm not saying that we all feel entitled, but we are entitled. Yeah. No, we are. And and we or we come off that way. We act that way by knowing things and choosing to ignore them. Yeah. And I think it's just important, especially for the animals, just think about these animals have feelings, they they have thoughts, they're intelligent. I mean, pigs are smarter than dogs. And I think people don't pay attention to that or don't
1: choose to realize. The last thing I want to say is that I'm vegan now for almost four years. And I wish, I wish I would have done it sooner. Me too. I remember I followed uh, a friend on Instagram a couple of years ago. Shout out to Martina. And she uh, was vegan, is vegan. And she told me all about that. I I remember telling her I could never do that.
0: Yes, I had the same conversation with her.
1: And a half year, a year later, I was going vegan. And And now I could
0: never imagine going back.
1: And I I, I wish I would have done it sooner, Mm -hmm. like way sooner. Because it opens your eyes in so many ways and you feel better. Yeah. And shittier because you know many more things which suck, but... Yeah, so that's it. That's it. Uh, it. That's that's a long episode. So we're is, sorry about that. But,
0: but I think it's an interesting topic. Yeah, and I hope that it at least makes some of you think, uh, yeah. and just think about being more conscious. Think about being more kind to other living beings, and remember that these beings are beings. It would who be just feelings.
1: To if some of you guys. Uh, have any thoughts on it or questions. is vegan or try being vegan or whatever t- uh, message us on our instagram or e- uh, email mm-hmm. and yeah
0: and yes you can get everything you need from plants
1: yeah you can <laughs>
0: <laughs> Boy! goodbye oh before we say what? goodbye well if there are questions uh i feel like you said they can reach out but yeah um on anchor you can send oh, us yeah. a voice message
1: yeah please do that we want to encourage that more we want to put your voice message into the podcast and then answer it on the podcast
0: we will just link it in the description yeah. so all we'll you have to do is it. click and you'll be able to leave us a voice message and it'll get featured on the podcast and yes. we'll answer all your questions unless there's as best vanity
1: <laughs> So please send voice messages with uh-huh. uh, with profanity like penis yeah okay <laughs> bye <Bye-bye. laughs>